This is Radically Alive Women's Agecast. They start empowering other women and, and pouring this love to them with clarity, with integrity. This has the power to change the world. This has the power to create archiarchy. Hello, Sonia Maya Gonzalez. Hello, Julia. You've been through this Women of Earth Laboratory with Anne-Chloe Destremont and Vera Franco. And I already heard in private some of the legends that you shared with me, and they really inspired me to want to go through such a lab also, or to be with women in such a space. And I would like to know from you, what is alive in you from this lab right now still? It's mainly the, this capacity that women have to be with each other once they go through their underworld. And before I would see people talking about women competing and, and that exists, that is part of the underworld. But what came really, really visible is that after raging together and going through their underworld together, women really are in each other's team. And that was really, that was really amazing and powerful to see and to experience that. It was the first time for me in a space with women where women were just like, go, go. What is it that you're not saying? Why are you, aren't you angry? What is happening that you're doing this? And they were really showing up for each other. We were really showing up for each other. And this was really extraordinary because I've always had this sense in me that women can create amazing things together and that together women are unstoppable. And this lab, this laboratory was the first time that I saw this in action, not with, it was not comfortable. It was not cozy in the sense that I'm here, I'm safe. It was the opposite. In, in fact, the safeness came, the safety came from it being dangerous. And that's the most incredible thing that I take from it is that the more women are, are dangerous around each other, dangerous in the sense that they are talking and saying what they are seeing instead of hiding it to make it comfortable, the more they do it, the more it becomes safe for women to come together. And this was truly amazing. And there were some moments of putting the poop on the table and saying, I'm competing with you. This is happening right now. And all the women holding space for this and going together through this, it was really, it, it is the tipping point. It is that moment of I'm stepping out of patriarchy. I'm not hiding anymore. I'm not going into secrecy anymore and pretending that I'm not doing this. This is it. And I choose to stay here and to continue. What else is possible? I don't know what it is possible. And I want to see, I want to check what is possible. So this was a really life-changing experience for me. What did it take for you to be able to be in that space? I mean, literally in that moment. 
going through my own underworld and radically relying in in some of the women that were there and i had this sense of okay something is happening something is happening inside of me and i'm hiding it and i went to some of the women and i said this is going on with me and i i don't know i don't know what's next i don't i don't know what to do and and being a yes for what the other woman had to say to me and then experiment with it even though i was scared or or it, it was this openness and then i tried it and it worked but it was really to get out of secrecy and hiding and the secrecy what i'm discovering is that is a way for women to not be in, on each other's team and a way for patriarchy to keep on going because it really takes a village where information circulates and there's this in myself i noticed this there's this emotional fear of gossiping because women gossip. But what I'm getting is that there's this other side where actually sharing information with other women is really what keeps women safe and alert and on each other's teams. And when I started getting into this and really opening up and saying, this is happening, something started shifting. And also the secrecy is a way for abuse to continue. So most women are going through things that they are not sharing. They are hiding it out of shame, out of guilt, out of fear of being judged. And it's really the opening up that ignites the, this womanhood on the other women. And it breaks the cycle of abuse because then there's this mirror that can reflect what is actually happening. And if things are not shared openly, how can, how can I know what's really going on with me? And it, this allows other women to say, look, what you're going through is abuse. And why are you doing that to yourself? Why are you choosing that? Or something as simple as, listen, I've, I've noticed that this man you're talking about has done this and this and this with other women. I've seen him do this. And immediately this woman has the possibility to make another choice or to be alert. And it's really going to this basic thing of what a village is. What kind of village can women create together? And to know what's going on. So I just mean that I, I long for that also, and I have some experience of that. And my question, I guess, is how do you source that now or what's changed? Or how do you notice these women? You know, the, the, I think the beauty of a possibility lab is that it's not just for these four days or five days or three days, it's for, for the life. You know, it's not about having this experience and then going home into your old patterns. What have you noticed in you or in the women that you're still in contact with? 
there there's this willingness to be together the space was so rich and and the connections were so true so real that the space keeps on rolling and now there there are meetings meetings happening to check on so what's going on how is it going with this since the lab what are your fears what are your next steps and also what i'm noticing is that after a women's lab it's it's really important to to have women's bridge houses to keep on creating to make this transition from the women's lab into another space where women continue to working and and co-creating the culture that was experienced on the lab because there's this clash there's this clash that if a woman gets out of the lab and then she goes out and she's alone and not in contact with other women that experience this the tendency to to go back to where they were before and the pressure is big and there was this moment after the lab where we went into the archiarchy's maker fair and some men arrived just after the lab and it was the first time that i experienced being with women in the sense that what is this energy that is called feminine and we were speaking at a table and while men were arriving i just had this deep sense of this is my space and i want to keep on talking about what i'm talking about and i don't want to stop talking about this to welcome someone it was just the sacredness of the space i was in and i noticed that the women that were with me were having the same experience because they did not turn their face to look to to see who was arriving and while men were arriving this sensation this perception of reactivity in the space became palpable because men were not getting women's attention and i discovered through this interaction that this is how it goes in modern culture there's this hidden agreement between men and women to exchange energy that is coming from something as subtle as attention as stopping what i'm doing to say a hello or to answer a question and i felt really angry when i discovered this and it was so powerful to have men arriving just after the lab otherwise i would not get this experience so now my sense is that it is important to have a women's bridge house just after that to continue on working with the culture and then opening the space for men that want to come in and experience that culture together and this is this is where i am with what i experienced with the lab and to keep on the energy rolling for the women that are coming from the lab to step into a bridge house and keep on working because there there was a lot of creation going on like <laughs> we were on fire just i want to create this and i want to create this and who's on my team and i am i have this and you can do this and it it wasn't it was just flowing it was organic and so i'm with a question now of how to 
continue to hold space for what came alive during the lab. And one of the, the answers that I got and one of the experiments that I'm doing is to hold space for weekly calls or for writing spaces and to invite women, the women that want to, to write something, they come together and they write together and to keep on talking and going from space to space until the next woman's lab and the next woman's bridge house and to build up this mass of women creating and sourcing archaearchy. I'm so glad hearing that. <laughs> A question that I personally sit with is how does it go after yeah, after the escape, the patriarchy process, when you notice patriarchal patterns in you, because, you know, it's not like magically everything is just gone. How is that for you? I'm really, well, I, I'm living with Anne Chloe right now. So what I'm doing is that I'm, I'm radically relying on her feedback. And I'm doing the same. And this is why it's really important to keep being with women, to have this, so what's going on right now? This is happening, you're doing this, or you're not speaking up. And this is my experience now. And, and next, what I want to experience is to, well, one of, one of my next steps is to go to New Zealand and to be in a women's bridge house. So how can I be this woman around other women that weren't, weren't on the lab and, and hold this space for them and for myself and, and keep my integrity and saying what I'm seeing and holding that space. And for me, I think it's easier because I'm on a bridge house right now. So the context is more alive. And my pain and my sadness is, what about the other women that are not experiencing this? And that's why I want to create something different and keep the ball rolling. There's really this creation force coming through you and through the other women from as, you know, in different facets out of this women's lab. Basically, you're using whatever emerges to create, you know, if there's yeah, to create something out of that. What are you creating these days? So I heard you're doing writing hours. What else? Yes, I held space for a rage club two months ago, I think. And it was a women's only rage club. And I started experimenting with space holding, with empowering women uh, while they were working on their anger to develop their space holding skills and to be on each other's team. And after this, I went to the women's lab and I already had this sense of, I want to keep on going with these women because there was so much aliveness and they were so much, we were so much on each other's teams that I, I had the question, how, how does this keep on going? So what I'm working with now is that I'm holding space for weekly calls with this group of women and basically I'm holding space for the next steps. So what's happening now, what's the next CHP, having sharing and listening spaces, and the group is pretty much alive. And they are holding space for each dojos for each other. So 
I'm researching on how to create a culture of replacing myself and also women empowering each other and and developing their space holding skills and i see this is extending to pretty much everything that i'm doing right now with the women's creation team with the group of the that came out of the lab and and it's really where i want to go how to keep on moving together and for example having rage as the this connecting point and keep on moving and and not it be just like there was a rage club it's over and goodbye this is not the culture i want to live in and i see how much for all of these women this was their their first rage club and i see how much they are they are turned on by holding space for whatever they want to hold space for. And this is really the legend. It's like they are just starting to work with their anger and some of them weren't even able to rage. And, and they are just making proposals. They are making proposals of holding space and giving feedback and coaching. And this is how important it is to from the beginning to hold space for this for the culture of replacing replacing yourself in this case myself and and really saying so you're seeing something that i'm not seeing will you speak up and they just start to to bloom it's so nourishing to see how when women are when when you place your attention when i place my attention in a woman and on their necks and their non-material value they just bloom and this is the power that women have around each other it's it doesn't come just from the nothingness that men hold when a woman puts their attention and their love on another woman the seed starts to sprout and and this is my 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 research and my project now this is what i'm focusing on is with every woman that i'm i'm my path is crossing i'm i'm focusing my attention on this woman and putting my love on her and really seeing her potential and speaking to that potential and and this is creating ripples and I'm, I'm really, this is something that I really care about and, and that I want to keep on talking and, and sharing this with other women so that they can go on and spread this to all the women they are with. And this lab, this lab was, t 27 women were there. And so many things came out of it, so many creations, so many projects. Can you imagine if 10 labs happen in different parts of the world and each one of those women go out into their circles and then start, they start empowering other women and, and pouring this love to them with clarity, with integrity. This has the power to change the world. This has the power to create archiarchy. And, and 
I'm moved by this. To create this network of women that are fierce, fiery, creative, and they just keep on going and creating ripples around where they are living, where they are heating, eating, wherever they are. Yay. Go, Sonia. Go, women. <laughs> Thank you. If you are enjoying this Agecast and want to support it, there are various ways in which you can do that. You could share with as many people as possible the episodes that are coming out once a week. You can become a member and with your monthly subscription not only gain access to specific content but also support the creation of the free content. And you can join live spaces to really transform your own reality to make space for your own radical aliveness with higher levels of consciousness. You can find all the information for these offers on my website julia-neumann.com. Hear and see you soon.